0: Hello all, welcome to the Hope Without Sight podcast with your hosts Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans. The topic of this podcast will consist of many stories of people from various backgrounds and experiences who have had many challenges and have been able to successfully overcome them and rise to the top.
1: So sit back and relax. As we give you the best of these diverse stories.
0: Because if you are feeling down and out, like you cannot make it in the world, then this podcast is the right one for you. Because if my guests can make it, so can you. Happy listening. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Hope Without Sight. This is episode six, featuring Rob Holtz. Of course, the purpose of Hope Without Sight is to inspire others. And by us doing that, we invite people to share uh, stories of overcoming challenges in life. So I'm your host, Sailor Cooper. And of course, my co-host is... Tyler Evans. All right. And today, on today's programming, our guest... Is Rob Holtz from California. He is a very, very remarkable individual uh, who's had a lot of challenges in life, but he's overcome them and has done so much. Please welcome Rob Holtz to share his story. Rob, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. yourself? I'm doing well, doing well. Uh, thanks so much for agreeing to be on the Hope Without Sight podcast. So I'm so looking forward to you sharing your story in detail. So to get started, I know about your background, um, you're on the autism spectrum. And what's so crazy about it is you had no idea that you had it until like in 2005, like in your 40s, right? Yeah. Yeah, basically, I I read your website, which Mm -hmm. is myautismgifts.com and that what you have on there is just so empowering and inspirational. You know, you share how you struggle with struggling at a very young age. Uh, and of course that, you know, that, that led to bullying, a low self-esteem and you, you couldn't communicate. You couldn't figure out how to communicate with others and just have good Meaningful relationships, and, and not only that, you were in the dark, and you 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 had no idea, you know, why that was happening. um But I, it it says on your website that you've, when you were finally diagnosed in two thousand five, you just pressed on by taking many many courses, like from Teen Tony Robbins Toastmasters International, and the fact that you pressed on. And you've overcome these challenges, you know, you just inspire me, inspire Tyler, and of course you're inspiring my listeners. And, you know, now I I just want you to just give us like a more detailed, you know, life story that you've lived.
2: Absolutely. So I'm here in Los Angeles and it's great to be here. Thanks for your invitation. And my story is a story of not giving up and a story of hope. Right. Because, because fear does not stand for what you think it stands for. It, uh, it does not stand for F everything and run, which is what <laughs> I could have done really easily. I could have played the game, the blame game, the shame.
0: Yeah. I have
2: what I could have, so- Oh, it's uh, all my mom's fault. It's, you know, it's nature's fault. It's it's all my friends' fault. It's society's fault. But I don't play the blame game because because when you play the blame game, you get nothing back in return. That's right. Other than other than more, other than more blame, because there's a computer saying, um, I'm a I'm a former uh computer nerd. It's Geigo. GEICO stands for garbage in, garbage, garbage out. out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so in uh, other words, huh. if you have if you have garbage thoughts, guess what you create? Garbage reality. Yeah, that's right. And, mm-hmm. and creating garbage reality, I had that for the first 25 years and I got sick of it. So that's why I started in 1984. You know, that's why I stated started taking all those courses but before 1984 when I was learning to talk like like in the 60s you know when they didn't have you know diagnoses on the autism spectrum right you know, and, and 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 the 70s that's that, that's pretty new you know no one no one knew I didn't know I had it until I started seeing a therapist when I was 45 um but so I was stuttering like, like, like this. And who wants to hang around with a guy who can't even communicate? Exactly. People ask, people ask me my name and I could only say vowels, not consonants. So yeah. rather than Robbie Hodes, I would say I-E-O because those, because those were the vowels.
0: Yeah. Oh. You're
2: know? anyway, right. Right. I eventually learned to talk. And yo know, could communicate relatively good, but it wasn't until I was in my mid to late teens that I actually kicked the stuttering habit. What I did was I actually went, yo, know, I was living in, in Los Angeles, and I heard about this place called the National Center for Stuttering in New York City.
0: Hmm. And wow.
2: basically what what they had me do is they had me take this plastic hose and they had me blow into the hose because they noticed that I, could, after I got my first syllable out, I was pretty good. But yeah. the first word, that was my challenge. So I would blow into the, into the hose like, and then I would say the first syllable and the first word and et cetera. So and then after I mastered that they had me do other things and after a year and a half you know I was in really good shape. We good. We good. Yeah 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 but then college started and before college you know I had a physical exam and I was diagnosed with scoliosis if anyone knows that is curvature of of the spine and the doctor gave me Gave me two choices. He said, "You could you could have a screwed up back for your entire life if you don't take my advice." and And his advice was to wear a back brace. And this back brace had had a had a neck rest and a back rest. And um, and I don't know if anyone has ever seen the Munsters cartoons where. Herman Munster has has the has those things sticking out of his neck on the right and left side. Well, I had those things sticking out of my back brace. Wow. So, so again, semester in college, shy introverted nerd who who can communicate now, but but you have all these, yo, know, cool college kids who are like, what's this guy's problem? <laughs> yeah. So, so making friends was not easy, being, you know, and uh, I actually, you know, bribed a guy to go to a concert with me once, you know, and, and I said, yo, here's the, yo, yeah, I'll, I'll pick it when you arrive, blah, 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 and he never showed up. I was like, okay, so much for that idea. I'm not going to do that one anymore. (laughs) Bribing people is not the way to go. I mean, it no. wasn't a bribe, but you get the drift. You know, you want somebody to, to hang out with them. They, you like them and they're saying the right things, but in actuality, you know, nothing, nothing turned out. So, so I obviously never talked to the guy again. Um, but uh, I had to learn how to be genuine and how to be authentic, because when you yo, when you the fake it till you make it, doesn't always work. When you when you're talking like Pee Wee Herman or Steve Urkel, you know people <laughs> don't want to hang around with that kind of guy. And obviously, I'm exaggerating, but literally through all these courses, I learned how to be genuine. I learned how to be a leader how to lead people. I organized events. I, I, I was taking courses at a place called the Summit Organization in Los Angeles. And it was like, I don't know if anyone has ever heard of Est or Lifespring or Landmark Education. It was basically that they, they had 45 different courses on the ego, self-esteem, personal presentation, sales, leadership. and And I was so stubborn. That for the first nine months, uh, when I was taking these courses, which weren't cheap, I wasn't doing anything about it. And finally, they said, Hey, you either start taking action or <laughs> you're not going to be taking these courses anymore because you're wasting your money. You
0: so, our time. So, you were taking those courses, but you weren't applying to what you learned, you, you weren't applying it to your. Live situation, and of course that wasn't taking you anywhere anywhere that's that's how I'm understanding it and also uh, the the part where you said you had trouble communicating with one of your guy friends of course, that's expected in autism spectrum disorder because um communication skills they don't come natural, you know. Uh, people on the spectrum try to make friends, but you know they just don't understand how they go, and they, you know, they're just misinterpreted a lot. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly right, and and um, not only not only misinterpreted. You know, I had in in addition to to high functioning autism, I had ADHD and Asperger's syndrome. Yeah. So so with Aspergers, for those that don't know, it's yo. It's hard reading body language. So,
0: yeah. So- now, but like now As Aspergers, according to the, I think it's a DSM five,
1: mm-hmm. the very
0: latest one. I, the last right. one was updated in twenty fourteen. Aspergers mm-hmm. no longer exists. Now it's it's all culminating into one, you know, autism spectrum disorder. Because you see. A lot of people think autism is a single disorder and it's not, it's a, it's a wide spectrum uh, Mm -hmm. where people have different kinds of skills, different kinds of abilities. uh, And, and it all depends on the severity of each of those domains. Where you where and if you fit on the spectrum, because you know I mean Tyler I mean always always met you know we're almost like brothers, I once have thought and questioned whether I fit on the spectrum because I do have some of those traits you know i uh you know i I do like obsessed over certain stuff and like. Also, I, you know, I move my hands a lot. You know, you, you know, classic kinds of autism involved involved uh, taking something in your hand, shaking it, doing it like this. I don't know if, if if you did that, Rob, but you know, because of those traits, I I question if I had it. But like I don't think I do because, like you said, you know, you may have some of the of a traits. And some of the domains, but there's a minimum, it's like a mix and match. There's a minimum number of items that need to be checked in order for you to, you know, fit on the spectrum. Am I right?
2: You are correct. Yes. And, and by the way, the reason why I wasn't taking, taking their advice was because I was playing the blame game. In yeah. the beginning,
1: <laughs> yeah, and then
2: and then I was jolted back to reality, um, and yo, know, and I haven't played the blame game in like thirty five <laughs> years. So,
0: don't know. You should not play the blame game because, right? You should right. you should never compare yourself to other people. That is killer, right there. You Oh yeah. You, our Lord gave us uniquely great gifts. Oh yeah. To put those gifts to use. And don't, it's
2: called be, right. And it's called being differently
0: abled. Yeah don't don't look at the greener grass on the other side. Don't wish that you had somebody else's skills. Like honestly there were periods of times you know that I I did compare myself to other people and, and I was when I was there were there was one time I was uh, just, you know, in a funk, I was, you know, depressed, not sure what I wanted to do, you know, of my life and how I would get there. And I would just think, Oh gosh, you know, I wish I, I wish I was just like somebody else. And, you know, it's, it's not healthy to do that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of who I am and, you know, that's the way it, it should be. And, Another thing I want to point out is I'm so proud of you, Rob, that you're educating people on what autism spectrum disorder is because there's a there's a lot of stigma out there, and people think when they hear the word autism, you know, it's, it they're automatically scared because they think, oh, you know, autism is bad. You know, uh, uh people with autism are. Incapable of doing stuff, and you know because of the way they act, the way they talk, they think they're stupid it's not i mean it's not true yes, you know y'all all y'all are on the spectrum are different uh in a lot of ways y'all may not do so well you know in in certain areas that you know the average non autistic person may do, however. A lot of times, autism is a trade off. Y'all have uniquely gifted skills and traits that not many other people have. Like I know a lot of people with autism. who can just hear. They can they can pick out minute details that the average person can't. Like I have a friend. He's a musician. He's on the spectrum. He, he, he can tell you what a major scale song is and what a non-major scale song is with a music note, which I don't know what the heck that is. I have no idea. I, I, I listen to music, but right. I, I cannot differentiate you know, <laughs> in detail like that. And that's what society needs to know is, you know, not all autism is bad. You know, y'all are uniquely gifted. Y'all, y'all have, y'all can contribute to society with your gifts. It's just adapting and living with your condition in the best way possible.
2: Right, and it's about turning turning our lemons into the sweetest tasting lemonade possible.
0: Right. <laughs> and, oh yeah. And,
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and also. Yo, and it's about turning our "quote unquote" mess—and there is no mess—but they're uh, turning our mess into our message. Yes, and, yeah. And, there you go. That's right, that's a good one. And, and, right, and and telling people, hey, I, yo, I yes, I'm, yes, I'm this, yes, I'm that, yes, I'm the other thing. But but uh, but it but it just means that we're all unique. Yes. And yes. we all have unique gifts. And, you know, I have a I have a brother who's a doctor and another brother who's a lawyer. So if I compared myself to them, I would lose 100% of the
0: time. Exactly. exactly. Because you right. see, me me and Tyler, we're blind. And, I mean, it'd be nice for us to see, but, you know, we've never seen before. So we don't, we're not missing out. We're, I mean, yeah, we have certain inconveniences such as... Uh, getting access to transportation you know we can't drive you know our own vehicles as of yet but that that's okay you know we 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 live our lives to be full right brother yes indeed yeah yeah that's right that's right and you
1: know uh you know the word disability i actually kind of hate that word
0: yeah you know what i mean it's not it's not a disability it's more an ability
1: it's just a different way of doing things. Like people with autism are technically disabled, are they not?
0: Rob, so, what would you say? Well,
2: it depends upon whose definition of disability you're using. If you're using a government definition like social security, they right. don't consider autism a disability. However, you know, there's, you know, but there are, but there are different, different kinds there are different, different levels. So, right. so I was just, so the high functioning autism, which I have is probably not considered a, a disability, but right. there's low functioning and medium functioning and the low functioning basically need help with, with everyday things, getting dressed and things like that. And the medium functioning, you know, can do your know, basic things, but a yo know, deep, depending upon how each individual's brain is wired then then it may be considered you know a disability or or not but the bottom line is that is and this is what I teach people because I'm a coach and a mentor you know at www.myautismgifts.com. that's right and and a lot of people have chips on their shoulder like really big like the size of the White House sure <laughs> because 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 they were picked on they were they were thrown into rose bushes like i was they were they were um shunned because they were different and and you know what i don't shun anybody it's not the way that i do business i if i like people i like them if i if I don't like them and they don't respect me, well, so be it. It's
0: their problem. That's yeah, it's their problem. I was told that too. People don't like me, it's it's their problem. You know, I'm I'm myself and I am who I'm gonna be. Don't don't right. let them don't let anybody put you down. Right, right. Um, and
2: also, you know, have have standards in your life. Like, for example, there's a there's there's a friend of mine. Who I'm not talking to anymore because he had he had a whole bunch of issues. I did my best to support him, but we all have to have to draw a, a a proverbial line in the sand. And what I mean by that is that if a person keeps saying X Y Z and you tell them half a dozen times, don't say or do X Y Z anymore, and they do it again, I'm like goodbye. That's right. So right.
1: that's right.
2: Right. And you and you know, and you be as as um, as authentic and genuine as possible. But at the same time, if a person's not open to input and feedback in terms of 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 what of seeing of seeing things not only as half full rather than half empty, and also seeing in 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 this case. You know, why they're losing friends, what they're doing to lose friends. Um, And, you know, and that and that there are growth opportunities. Fail stands for for all I learned. That's right. And uh, so so in life, crap happens. Okay. yeah, (laughs) it's just how we take it. And, you know, as I said earlier, fear does not stand for F everything and run. After you talk to a mentor or coach like myself, a minister, a therapist, yeah. whoever, whoever can can assist you, it then stands for feeling excited and ready.
0: Wow. That's it. Those are remarkable words, Very Robb you know right and, right and uh, um uh before we continue i do have a couple of clarification questions well, actually sure. uh, um from where i understand it um low uh, moderate and high functioning autism mm-hmm. it refers to iq is that correct is that does that refer to your intelligence quotient
2: Well, uh Well, possibly, I'm not that familiar with it. But the way that I understand it is, is how functional you are, in terms of how much assistance you need, in terms of, of getting dressed and doing all the basic functions that we do. That would be on the that would be on the low side. And then and then on the medium side, you can do all the basic things, you know, Uh, And you, you, you might be able to do some household chores and yo make yourself some cereal and things like that. And and then and then on on the high functioning, it's basically yo. There's just certain things that are that are specific to each to each individual person in how their brain is wired. Did that answer
0: your question? Yes, yes. And I believe you're talking about executive function, which is it involves how a person can carry out daily tasks. Exactly. And the level of difficulty they have uh carrying them out. Like correct. You told me you're high functioning, now you live on your own, right? Right,
2: right, yeah.
0: Right. So yeah. So when you keep going. And and also. Uh, I want to add to that. Sensory issues are common, like overstimulated, feel overstimulated by noise. Sometimes mm-hmm. light, yep. maybe uh, yep. overstimulating sound, texture. Right? Do you have Have you had any difficulties with that? No, fortunately not. Because uh, that's very common in autism.
2: I absolutely. And for those who don't know what executive function is, it, it's a part of the brain. That controls like motor skills and things like that and uh, and if that part of the brain is not is not fully developed then then you have low executive functions
0: now you you've had no issues with executive function as I'm understanding no, no it's no, oh, no that's good
2: no but but here's but but here's an example of how I turned lemons in, into lemonade and how I'm turning my mess into my message. So I was picked on you know, people were picking on me because I couldn't talk. So now, um, but what I do now is that uh, I make fun of how people talk in a, in a non-threatening way. Like if they say, say uh, you know, w- when I'm talking to, to someone and someone says, okay, I'm going to shoot you an email. I'm like, okay. And when you shoot me the email, what caliber bullet will you be using?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I do. I get that. It's, it's a way you understand language. Like you're very, very little because I've watched different videos, um, especially with the Aspies, uh, if if someone was if someone was sitting with sitting down with someone with Asperger's syndrome, he'd say, "Get out of here." They may think, "Oh, you should physically leave and leave the room." And well, I said, "Get out of here." The person's like, "No way! I can't believe this happened." So exactly, it's the literal component of how people understand. Also, sarcasm and humor. Uh, that's an area of difficulty as well. Um, have you ha- Have you had difficulties with with that?
2: No, I actually what I do is I turn the tide on on people, and I, and I you know, and I say, like for example, you know, in addition to this you know, my my passion of helping people and assisting people and breaking through their un, their their unseen and unknown barriers. I do have what I call a day job, and I do call center customer service, and mainly, and most of the people I talk to are are senior citizens. So this is an example of how I playfully play with people's words. Oh, so people, you have a job? Cool. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah. When oh, and, when oh, and I've when oh, I've held the job for the last five and a half years, and a lot of people on the autism spectrum have have issues holding jobs. Yes. So, but. But so, you know, so these senior citizens always say, well, well, thanks to your patients while I get my medication, you know, or while, while, yeah, they're looking up the answer to my question or whatever. And my my typical answer, well, you know, Mary or Steve or whoever is, you know, I don't know about you, but, but since I'm not a doctor or a nurse, I don't have any patients. Wow, and and, and 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 so so when I and I make sure I say it slowly, so they get the humor. Because if you say oh. fast, then people people will say, "What'd you say?" Blah, 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 blah. And 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 you're going to lose them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And,
2: and that's not an effective way of of mentoring, and, mentoring, and coaching people. And you have to gauge a person's sense of humor or lack thereof. When you're talking to them. And and through all these 38 years worth of personal development courses, that that's what I've done. So when I tell people I'm on the autism spectrum, most people don't even know because I'm so high functioning.
0: Well, yes, you're so, so high functioning. I mean, you do a lot of things so well that you don't people don't notice that that you're even on it. Um and I mean that's wow, that's that's just remarkable. And my next question is, I, I've always wondered, I want to get this straight, uh, who diagnoses autism? Is it psychiatrists, speech or language pathologists, or like who, I know, you know, speech SLPs, they they treat autism, but who who makes the formal diagnosis?
2: It's a mental health, health, health professional and a psychiatrist, like a therapist. It doesn't have to be a psychiatrist because psychiatrists mainly just prescribe medication Meditation. nowadays. Yeah. They don't do like talk therapy. They leave that to the to the therapist. And what most therapists do, in my experience, is, is that the therapist diagnose you and then the therapist has an arrangement with a psychiatrist. To put you on any medication which, which um, which would be appropriate. However, I refuse to use medications unless I really need to, simply because I want to be in control of me, not have the medication be in control of me.
0: Makes sense because a lot of medications they do have uh, side effects, and you know I get it. Like, um, I mean, as I said, I don't believe I, I'm on a spectrum, but I do have. ADHD and, and of course there's there's varying degrees of ADHD as well. Like the, the 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 challenges that I have are like I can't stay focused on a task. Um, also, <laughs> procrastination happens a lot. Like I'll I'll get up in the morning and oh, sometimes I'm still tired. I can't you know start on a task i can't stay focused on it there's distractions and so i do take a uh, Foglin, which is one of the best adhd medications out there because it 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 has the minimal side effects that most stimulants have uh and all it does is it it gets me going in the morning it it it, it gets me focus it's it sits me down it gets me motivated to accomplish what I need to do and so that way I'm not like distracted everywhere and um and you know when it wears off you know I don't crash every day and you see I don't I don't like I don't take it every day I don't take it on weekends or holidays I, I just mainly take it whenever I really need to really need to study And so, yeah, that's me, and um, uh, I know, like, autism sometimes can be hard to diagnose because there's all these other comorbidities that can interfere as well, like ADHD, and so, yeah, that's that, so I I see, I mean... um, so yeah a therapist diagnosed diagnosis autism um but I mean, I know like of course, you weren't diagnosed until like mid adulthood, so like what a- because ther- mainly people who get diagnosed are children like uh between two and three years of age uh I mean, especially now, I mean even even one year olds are getting diagnosed you know, especially now with all the advancements in the studies. But, like, I I wonder if a therapist diagnoses children as well. I believe they do.
2: Um, and nowadays, you know, with all the advances in in technology, yeah, people are, kids are being diagnosed really, really early, but in, like, the 70s and the 80s and even into the 90s, there was yeah. no, there was no, you know,
0: it wasn't being diagnosed as much. It right. It wasn't as and, right. and,
2: and plus I you know it didn't it, it didn't um how should I say this? It wasn't it wasn't a popular uh a popular diagnosis. And also, uh, and people didn't know what to look for.
0: Keep yeah. going. And also uh especially if a child is diagnosed at a young at a young age, it is crucial that they are in a supportive environment and that like the parents are closely involved and you know they get all the help they can to help um their children navigate the autism challenges because they can have at the end of the day, if they get the support early, they they have a tremendous high potential. Am I right?
2: Um, absolutely. There's all sorts of testing and uh, many other things that they can do. There's games that they play. Yeah. There's, you know, there's, there's brain development things that they can do. But when I was diag- diagnosed at 45, you know, yeah, they're obviously not going to play kids' games with me. <laughs> uh, but, no. But, 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 y- y- yeah, yes, a supportive environment um, and, you know, supportive and special schooling and, yes. medication yes. and yes. whatever is appropriate
0: yes. for, each,
2: for and, each individual person.
0: And as far as the schooling of a parent, I, I believe has to work very close with the school district and the IEP team to make sure that their child is not uh being like underestimated in any way, you know, be, be just because yeah, they may have a disability, but you know, they you know, they can achieve their highest, you know, potential because I know, you know, Tyler, with your blindness, you experienced that. You know, your your mom went to go advocate for you. Um mm-hmm. When you were little in Austin, and because of that, you were in resource classes.
1: Well, before she um, advocated for me, yes, I was in resource classes, and she went to the art meetings, admission review, and dismissal meetings.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because no, I mean,
1: did, yeah, you had art meetings.
0: I I did. Yeah, and like I was, you know, especially in high school, I was kind of underestimated a little bit too. You know. I felt hmm. like I was, but, uh, you know, I advocated and, you know, I, you know, I proved myself that I can achieve, you know, my highest potential. And so, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that is definitely, um, important as well. Yeah. Uh, and like Rob, I do want to say, you know, because I, I say all this because I know you're high functioning, right. But I have a, I have a, like a second, a distant cousin. Uh, he's, how old is he? Uh, he's, he's 16. Yeah, he's, he, he just turned 16 this past August. He's, he's on the autism spectrum, but he's like on the severe end. Uh, uh He's a lot, he is more verbal. He can, he will talk, but uh his his vocabulary is very, very limited. Uh, And he was, even when he was four, like, you know, he couldn't dress himself. Uh, He he couldn't even be like potty trained or anything, you know, of that nature. I mean, he is now, but uh, uh, he's, you know, he is, he is on the severe end of the spectrum. Uh, but what's so sad is uh, he, his environment that he's in, his parents are not good parents at all. They're, they're, uh, oh. they're very, they're low income. Uh, they both have very low IQ. They have, they have no, uh, they have no concept of money, especially. And they're just messed up in a lot of ways. I mean, the father, uh, he is better in some ways. Uh, he's on the spectrum as well. He does try to be a good dad, but the mother is, you know, no good at all. And uh, what's sad is that he, he's just not in a good environment, you know, where he's being cared for. Because if he were, I mean, even though his autism may be more severe, he he could he could be successful. Makes sense. Yeah. Hello.
2: Absolutely. Oh, and by the way, and and in, and and in terms of playing with people's words, you know, speaking of making sense. If you don't make sense, you don't make dollars either.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good joke. That's a good joke. Oh, so yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm glad I got all these questions answered. Um, And so before I talk about more after your diagnosis, um, Tyler, if you don't mind, uh, I know... Is it okay if I say on this podcast?
1: Um. Yeah. What were you going to talk about?
0: Well, I know since we're on the subject of autism, I know you've questioned if you've had a mild form of it. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, I I won't say more. You 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 take the mic. You mm-hmm. you, uh, you go ahead. Um,
1: well, my I think my sister-in-law was saying that she thinks I may have a mild form of it because sometimes I act a certain way. Yeah. Um I
2: mean
1: keep going. But yeah. Um I'm really soft spoken sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to, you know,
0: me too. Sometimes me
1: the too. people and you know, sometimes I'll sometimes I'll act a little inappropriate like on occasion. But I mean I, I think I've always done that to a point, but I don't know if it has to do with that. It could be that I may still have ADHD, potentially. Um, oh,
0: what would you say?
2: Um, okay. I would say I would say, yo, know, if you have health insurance, you know. Mm-hmm. And if it and it and it covers mental mental health benefits, well, yep, you know, get a referral there if if need be. And um and you know, for your for your for, for the person who is who is low income, perhaps there's Medicaid, uh, right. for, which is which is for low income people. And you know, have the parents look into that. And uh, by the way, sometimes things are not the fault of parents; they do the best they can. However, however, um um if they're if they're not if they don't know know how to do something and they weren't taught and they don't think it's anything possible then they're not going to bring it up as as a possibility so that so so therefore you know that affects the child like for example my father was very was was very quiet quiet spoken and and my mother was just the opposite she was like my father was like wanting to read a book and my mother was like yo know, she was into like playing playing tennis and all that so so it's a question of in that case uh, having someone outside the family someone who loves and cares for the child or whatever have having a very polite and ginger conversation with the parent so the parent doesn't feel like you're attacking them saying hmm, yo have you ever thought thought of this possibility or that possibility for Johnny or Jill or whatever the kid's name is
0: um so yeah it makes I hear you because I've heard it a lot um of course parents, they're, they're our primary caretakers, right? They're they're around us 24-7. So I mean, they're used to us. They're used to hearing us how we communicate and you know how we conduct ourselves. And therefore they may not notice other stuff to where you know an outsider otherwise may. Make sense. And but also again, you know, again, it's it's a mix and match, Tyler. Right. You, you may, yes, you may have a couple of characteristics here and there, but not sufficient to right. be on the spectrum because you're very social, right?
1: I'm very social. I uh, love going and doing stuff. You I love I love to go to church. I love to make friends.
0: You have issues with routines and uh and, uh executive function. No. 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 Um what <laughs> we're kind of going over it now. Um what uh what let's see, what are we, what are some of the others? Um you have no issue you have no issues with transitions and routines. Uh you, you have no sensory issues, none of that. Like such as, uh, uh, touch, hearing, uh, mm-hmm. no, no overstimulating stuff. Uh, no, I don't no. think so. And so, <laughs>
1: so I may not yeah. have it personally. No. I don't think I do. No,
0: personally, no, no, no. I- no. You may, you may not have it. And you know, I, I think the stuff that that Whitney's seen is, yes, it's some traits, but you know, yeah, it's, it's more just like ADHD and. Yeah,
1: I think so, too.
0: And so, no, I don't think you have it. And and so, yeah, that's that. Um, So uh, enough on, I guess enough on, you know, the uh, what autism is. If anything, let's just talk about a little more about your achievements, because ultimately that's what this show is about. Uh, So, of course, you took the courses on Team Tony Robbins, um toastmasters it taught you how to communicate uh, I, I do want to go back uh, a little bit more though um you're i know in col you graduated college right yes and well oh wow so what's your degree in
2: uh, business business administration wow sweet. wait
0: how 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 long ago was that when you graduate nineteen eighty one how cool how cool and uh um, you. I know you. You grew up with a lot of bullying in school, but like, how were, were academics a challenge for you at all, or did you do very well? Yes.
2: No, 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 no. They were definitely a challenge for me. Math, and math was my was like uh, math was like Superman's Superman's kryptonite.
0: Oh man, yeah. me too.
1: Uh,
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and and
0: a lot of people with autism they do very well in math. I mean, I mean, it's not everybody like academics also very. You know, some Mm -hmm. some can calculate numbers so easily, and others may they can write a story without thinking about it. Mm -hmm. You know, so it it's different. And um, so yeah, math was a struggle, and uh, you know, any any others?
2: Well, actually. I was more focused on business courses, so uh, so so science and math, you know, I was not I was not good at, but but if you but when I was in college, I had a B plus average in any business class and a C plus average in science and math and 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 all the other stuff that they force you to take to be. a quote-unquote well-rounded person, even though, <laughs> you know, in a lot of cases, you, we're not going to use that ever in life. But no,
0: no, <laughs> no. 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 The
2: education no. system works.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. It's it, it's so overrated. It's it yeah, really that's... is. Yeah, it's it's so you know, because honestly, that's why I didn't finish. Honestly, I went to college, but I didn't finish because, you know, it. I just, I just couldn't sit through lectures and just you know right Right. all the time and and you know i you know a degree doesn't guarantee you a job no it doesn't period (sighs) no and that's why we're entrepreneurs now with this podcast we are going to (sighs) spread a message of hope and we are going to rake in a lot of cash that's right tyler (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh yeah. And then I can
1: help other people like my family.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And, and yo know, and and when I'm when I'm talking to people, I'm known <laughs> as, as as the acronym king. Ooh. So yeah. literally, so so literally, here's what here's what disabled stands for in my mind. Dedicated. Intelligent, special, amazing, blessed, loyal, excellent, and determined.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you
2: go. Woo!
1: What about the I L I T Y? I was
2: doing. I was doing it
0: with 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 less letters. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. so so yeah, I mean so yeah, of course you struggle in academics for school, but of course you got through them just like everybody else. Right, um, right, right. So the I guess the 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 tipping point uh the height, the pinnacle area in your journey living with your condition, I guess was after you were diagnosed. Am I correct? Exactly right. Because so let,
2: then, because then, the pieces, the pieces of the of the proverbial jigsaw puzzle, all oh, all started coming coming together, and I saw, you know, everything, you know, very clearer. I mean, a okay. lot, yes, a lot, a lot clearer. Not very clear. That's bad English. <laughs>
0: Who gave me permission to be human?
2: Oh, and yes, by the way, human. Yeah, yeah, right. and what I say is, when people make make mistakes, that's my that's what I typically say. Who gave you permission to be human? We're all human. That's what humans do. We're not perfect. Exactly. And... Right. 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 Exactly. Right. But that's but but that's the gentle way that I that I poke fun at people. You know. So 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 anything I say is not going to be. Is not going to be anything that anyone would take offense to.
0: That's right. That's right. And um, and so yeah, of course, uh, you know, once you were diagnosed and you knew what was going on, mm-hmm. you didn't feel ashamed. And you were, you were you no, were glad no, no, and no. because no. a lot of people when they're die they're, they're so afraid to be, get diagnosed because with, you know, even people's families think, oh my gosh. Uh, if my son or daughter gets diagnosed with this and this and this, what does this mean? They won't be able to work. They won't be able to live a life as planned. No, no, that's, that's not true. Yeah, they may have more limitations, but ultimately a diagnosis, it's, it allows you yeah. to figure out who you truly are and Understand your framework, and if anything, improve your situation. Exactly, right. and
2: mm-hmm. and you can, and then and then you determine, um, you know, how rather than going in through the front door, which, may, which of course, <laughs> doesn't work if you're, if you're, if you have certain whatever's going on with you, you have to learn to maybe go in through the back door, climb in through the window. <laughs> jump over the wall, whatever. Exactly, uh, yeah. Yeah, right, right. Um. And that's, in essence, what I've done. I literally, you, you know, over the wall. Well, 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 that's what I did with Toastmasters.
0: Yeah, that's um, right. That's I was about to hit on that next uh, achievement with Toastmasters. Your biggest achievement thus far is winning the highest award in Toastmasters, I mean, I'm extraordinarily proud of you of winning that because who would think, who would think, someone who had who's on the autism spectrum and of course communication and socialization does not become natural. Who would ever think that someone like that could win an award? And you, you won it because of your dedicated. Hard work, am I right? There
2: were there were multiple things. So so, do you know how Toastmasters works?
0: Yes, it's a it's a it's a worldwide club of, well, that consists of motivational speaking. Right.
2: Well, it's not only mo- motiv- motivational speaking. One second here. Sorry about that I didn't want to cough in your ear. so
0: okay, okay. so
2: so it's so so the Governor of Hawaii, this is a governor who said that Toastmasters is the is the best and least expensive public speaking and leadership organization. This is a the governor of of Hawaii saying this, okay? Now yeah. how it works is that is that everyone in a Toastmasters club is a volunteer. And, you know, and then when people join, they have goals and there's, and there's, the, of course, the new people and the senior people and the middle and the people in the middle as well. Um, and, um, and there's club officers, there's, you know, there's, there's people like the club president, who's in charge of everything. Yeah. And then there's, and, and then the next, uh, and but the person with the most responsibility, and the biggest and the biggest uh, and the biggest things to accomplish is is the vice president of education, because oh. they're because they're in charge of making sure everyone meets their speaking goals. Wow! Because you know, because in order for a for a club to to get Toastmasters awards, people have to complete speeches.
0: Exactly. So,
2: so I was so I was the speaker mentor for 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 two different clubs at the same time. I was both the president and the vice president of education for two different clubs. Wow, um, that's and then, cool. And, right, and and there's there's something called called presidents distinguished. That's the highest award um, that <coughs> Toastmasters Corporate offered offers their clubs, and both and both clubs won Presidents Distinguished the year that I was leading them when they when they hadn't won anything, zero awards the year before. Oh, and then also, thank you. I so appreciate that. And then. <laughs> I yeah, just it. <laughs> um, I know people can't see you clapping because this is because this is a Zoom call. We're doing this podcast on, on a Zoom call, but I'm saying thank you because I'm seeing him clapping. Yeah, and I just wanted to let the people know why I was why I was acknowledging him.
0: Yeah, they could hear yeah. it though. They could hear it.
2: Yeah. yeah, and then and and then also there was another award called the Spark Plug Award, and the Spark Plug Award was given to a person. In in each area that had the most effect on not only that area but that but that but that district, I would literally yo know, give give trainings on how to how to be a better speaker, for not only our club, but but district wide trainings.
0: That's right. So
2: so they voted me the yo know, these spark plug award and I have a plaque for that and all that.
0: So. How cool. Man, man, what an amazing achievement. And you you are inspiring to every single listener who will be listening to this podcast because you're giving them hope. You're giving, you know... They may be in the in their darkest moment in life, but if you pulled yourself out, so can everybody. Absolutely. I mean, you're you're bringing me the tears because you you they're happy tears. You know, it's exactly you've done. You you you.
2: I'm sure you proved a lot of people wrong. Exactly. That's right.
0: And that's what this right. podcast is about. You do not let anybody steal you away from your dream. Pursue it. Right, Tyler?
1: Yes, indeed.
0: That's right. <laughs> that's would, right. Oh, maybe advise, Keep going,
2: Tyler.
1: Um, maybe one day I can do a podcast about me.
0: That's right. In yeah. other words,
1: what I've overcome. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, Maybe I'll just interview you, Tyler. Exactly.
2: Here's, here's, you here's my suggestion. Okay. Yeah. What I what I typically offer if I if I have a good a good a good rapport with people is is uh, after they interview me I make them the spotlight. Mm. and and uh and yo and then um you know i i'm doing that with my friend elizabeth and her friend because i was on their podcast um and um and and i love that that smile on your face sailor it is so cool
0: thank you thank
2: you
1: thank you that's awesome thank you yeah thank you
2: but but what I but what I live for is to see those smiles. That's oh, right. yeah,
1: oh, me too. That's yeah, that's what we,
0: keeps me going. We can't see the smiles, but we can hear them and, and feel exactly them. Right, and it's all about
2: voice inflection. It is. It, it's and all, That's what it's, they teach you. In Toastmasters, one of the many things.
1: Voice inflection, you know how And cool, And yeah. I think I've heard of Toastmasters before, actually. And I that, think one yeah. of my friends from Hallsville who went to school with me, I think she was in it. Her yeah. name is Courtney. Right.
2: Yeah. And,
1: yeah.
2: And by the way, you know, just what I do just to connect with people is, you know, they can go to my website, www myautismgifts.com send me an email saying they want to meet with me and then i have a free 30 minute meeting with them Mm -hmm. and i see if i can assist them with any of their goals dreams desires and and i see it and i see if there's a connection sometimes there is sometimes sometimes there isn't
0: that's right that's uh, right well and keep going yeah, well, yeah, thank you so much for sharing your website because I was going to ask you to share it, uh, uh, especially towards the end of the show. So it's, yeah, myautismgifts.com because, right. yeah, you proved it. You you may be on the autism spectrum, but you have many gifts with it.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Owen,
2: oh, oh, by the way, um, one more here. Uh. Just because we're diagnosed with something, a a diagnosis is simply a medical term, medical whatever you want to call it, okay? That's right, that's right. But a diagnosis is not a prognosis. No. A prognosis is what we develop for ourselves. And sometimes, you know, we a lot of people don't know how to get out of their own way That's because right. they haven't been right. taught that. They're still playing the blame game right. or whatever, or, or they have judgments and opinions in the first seven years of people's life. It's like a virtual, a virtual tape recorder. Oh, mm-hmm. I choke on broccoli, you know, once and people laugh at me. So I don't, so, and they don't, and they don't realize for the next 50 years or whatever that that they That they hate broccoli. Obviously, this is an extreme example, but they hate broccoli because somebody laughed at them. Yeah. Yeah. So so I have a gift of asking people the right questions so that to dig deeply and get to the root, the root cause of what's causing whatever is going on in their life and then create a plan for them.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. It's about creating a plan, and the fact that you're using you're use you're not considering your disability disability. It's an ability, and you're using it to help other people. That's the goal, you know. To that's the goal. To do it, and that's that's way it is. And so, uh, of course, um, I know uh, all of us. We only have so much time. So, Rob, I, I just want to ask, do you have anything else to share? Uh, because if not, uh, you know, uh, let's just go to closing remarks. So you got the floor.
2: Okay. Well, so the bottom line when when we're living life is that if um, we don't know what's causing our, our issues. If we keep attracting, I don't know, an abusive, you know, if we had an alcoholic father, an abusive mother, if we had a, you know, a, a boss who, who tore us to shreds, we don't know what judgments conclusions we, we, we developed as a result of that. Right. Until we, you talk to somebody like me who's done 38 years worth of this stuff or yeah. a therapist or whoever is so that they can they could uncover your gifts because we all have gifts we it do It's just I- that we don't <clears throat> always know what they are because no one has has taught us oh go to your my favorite book that I that I recommend to to people is what color is your parachute because that they answer a bunch of questions and they and they see what their what their god given gifts are that's right and, and then and so so it's so it's whenever i do these sorts of of, of podcast my job shall i say is to simply encourage people to reach out to to anyone that they feel connected with whether it be myself, you know, whether it be your know, a pastor, a minister, a good friend, uh, whoever they can relate to, whoever is supportive of them. Um and and you know, and we have to determine who that is. And sometimes we need a really yo know, specific filter because people will listen to us, but they may not have the qualities to give us good advice so because. make sure that you that you yo know, you look at my website www.autismgifts.com
0: myautismgifts.com yeah,
2: yeah myautismgifts.com um, yeah. that that you talk to a, a pastor a minister a therapist whatever and and say what's on your mind say what's blocking you yeah what, and because if you keep yo know, if you keep no. Applying for jobs is I don't know, 15 bucks an hour or whatever, you know, that's because you may not have confidence in your skills.
0: That's right. And 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 the
2: confidence stems from something. So that's why you talk to whoever you talk to.
0: And that's why a lot of people like who work just 40-hour a week jobs, you know, they're just afraid to fail. You know, they don't want to go out there and, uh, and, uh. Take risks, and you know, that's 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 not us, you know. At right, Tyler, no.
2: Right, right. And if there's anything that I can do to to support you or Tyler or 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 anyone, if I can't help you, my my Rolodex is really big. I have gobs and gobs of resources that I can point you to if I, if if I determine that I'm that. That we're not a good fit, because because That's there's right. there's no sense in, in in having like an oil and water relationship when they where they're where they're separate. You That's know?
0: right. It, yeah, I mean, because you you know you may not be able to help me, but there's you may know other resources that can. It makes perfect sense. Right, and and
2: you hey. If you and if if you and Tyler want to schedule a call, I'm all for that. You know, just go to the okay. website, send me an email and go from there, okay?
0: Sounds good. Sounds good. That well
1: before heck, maybe you can be a part of our team.
0: Yeah, Yeah. So um possibly. And, I mean, I'm so glad Pogpalooza and Speakers Playhouse it exists because uh that's how our, our paths cross. We met on there, and, and those events are epic kimberly crowe so awesome michelle oh, yeah. abraham Braden wickets they're all awesome and you know uh they're you know they're helping me launch this podcast and i'm so looking forward to being at Park of Blues october 19th and um rob you'll be there right
2: um, I don't know. I, is it's is it like a virtual event or it's on zoom.
0: Yeah. You can, I can send you a link and you can okay. register. Um, you can, uh, you can, you can be a regular attendee, which is five bucks, or you can be a VIP, uh, where you can be interviewed on up to five different podcasts and it's $197. Uh, so I, I could send you an affiliate link and you can register, but, uh, Yeah, you should definitely come. It's October 19th. It's going to be awesome. And uh, so, yeah, that's that. And so to close out, I ask every guest on my show, anybody anybody who's listening to this, if they're struggling right now and don't see that there's a way out, and they're stuck, what what can what can you what advice do you have to offer for them? What can you tell them reaching out
2: and asking for help is not, and I stress the word not a sign of weakness, no, it's a sign of strength yeah and nice. because because you know if people you know people might have shame or blame or whatever they have because. Because they had a bad experience doing that, and they don't want to repeat the bad experience. But 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 by not knowing, uh, yo know, that they that they had that bad experience, and that bad experience is controlling everything. Um, then then that's what's causing the issue. So thank you so much, so much so much for that link, um, yeah. and it was my pleasure to be here, and it's and one final thing i get my energy i by assisting others and seeing their life grow
0: oh and yeah that's my
2: passion and that's my purpose and and
0: keep going no you you keep going sorry
2: okay so that's my passion that's my purpose and I hope to connect with as many people as I can, uh, which is why I do these, to really reach out and tell people there is hope.
0: There is hope. And that's why it's called Help Without Sight, to bring sight to the hopeless and let people know that there's hope and you can achieve greatness because... The end of the day, you only have one life to live. Period, and you, all you can do is live it to the full, right, y'all? Uh, oh, oh, and
2: oh, and also, I know two people who are visually impaired, um, and I'm going to see, and I'm going to, ref- and I'm going to uh, see if they're interested in coming on your podcast.
0: Awesome, yeah. If you know anybody oh, else, please send them our way
2: and and i'm not opposed to you know, being a co-host here and there yeah uh, exactly. and uh, and assisting you and 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 helping you grow your podcast uh, because down. because because that's because when we when we reach out and we go, and and we do selfless service we never know who the universe is going to send us and how we're going to connect and how, and how I can serve them, how they can serve me and have this symbiotic relationship.
0: That's right. That's right. Oh Well, thank you so much for, you know, offering your assistance to, you know, to help us on this journey. We love that. It'd be great. Mm -hmm. So, so, Hey,
2: um, and one thing I always and and in anything I do, and people who, who've been in clubhouse rooms rooms with me, and if you don't know what clubhouse is, yeah, we it's do an audio-only app.
0: Okay? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. We know about it. We're right, but but the but the people who are listening may not. So you go to, so you Google what is Clubhouse, and it's an audio-only app for both smartphones, you know, for both iPhones and Androids. But but what I what I always say is bah! <laughs> and, and no, you're not a sheep. That's what sheep say. That stands for "be awesome as always." <laughs> so, so be awesome as always, or figure out, you know, what's why you're not being as awesome as you can be by talking to whoever you talk to.
0: That's right. Good acronym there. Good acronym. Well, right. w- so. I'll let you close out the podcast. Well, Rob, thank you so much for agreeing to be on our podcast. Hearing your story has been so remarkable. And it's already uplifted me and it's going to uplift so many others. Everybody, please give it up for Rob Hope. And please hit that subscribe button to stay tuned to more episodes. And also, don't forget to download this podcast and share it with your friends thank you so much for being on here rob and share it
2: and and share it and share it with with, with people who 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 uh, who can share it with others that's right make who, it viral make it viral because it's all about about creating a ripple effect
0: it, it is yeah it is well, it was a pleasure to have you on here, Rob.
2: And the pleasure was mine. So go out and have a b- ha <laughs> Have right?
0: a ba. And like always, everybody, stay blessed. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Help Without Sight with Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans and got a lot of takeaways from this podcast. We hope you feel renewed, inspired, and encouraged like you can just carry on and conquer the world. Please hit the subscribe button on all platforms
1: and tell your friends and family to do the same.
0: And in the meantime, blessings to all.